Hello, hello. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Love That For You podcast with me, Pat, and my wonderful wife, Julia. It's us. Here we are. Um, Today, we have a really cool guest. Um, One of my friends that I have kind of just know through the influencer world, and you guys, most of you probably know who they are. Um, they're a really cool couple. They have a, they, they work together like full time. They're just doing a lot together. Um, they just moved to Nashville. Their names are Julia and Hunter Havens. I don't know if they go by the Havens. I don't really know. But yeah. Yeah. So we, we actually, so we're doing this intro after we just recorded with them and really cool episode. Julia and Hunter are both superstars. They're people that are just kind of living out the life they want, living the life they planned. And during the episode, they they kind of talk about, you know, taking the leap of faith to just go pursue what you want and give some tips and relationship advice. And there's just a lot in this episode. Yeah, like power couple stuff. And like, they definitely even after me and you were like, wait, like definitely inspired us to kind of like just do other things. And like, I don't know, it's, it's, it was really cool to talk with them. And we hope you guys enjoy listening. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's weird for yeah. us. Like, we've just started, like, um, we've done, like, a few podcasting things, and it's weird just, like, not being in control of, like, what goes out on the internet, yeah. which is, we're totally yeah. comfortable with. It's fine, but it is a little bit of a weird it's feeling. It's like a new, the other side of it, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. It's like, now you know how people feel when they're in your videos. Totally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, like, still kind of, he's good at podcasting, but, like, still with, like, YouTube and stuff. I'm going to ask you guys about this, because yeah, he I, still, like, hates being in my YouTube videos. Oh, like, yeah. he's very much, like, not, I don't know. He's, I, I think get good it. at it. Like putting him down. Yeah. I know. No. I don't know if I'm good at it. I've, I've gotten more comfortable with it. Yeah, yeah. it definitely takes time. Like, it's I just think getting that, used yeah. to. I think that's the thing is, like, getting used to it. Like, even, like, the first few yeah. times of, like, Jules, you and Julia being on camera, like, you know, the first, like, year is, like, awkward kind of and you get used to it. Yeah. Yeah, you just realize, I think the the biggest thing to remember is that, like, no one gives a shit about you. Like, they don't know if you're <laughs> being awkward or not. So just, right. like just be yourself if and we're like, confident yeah. yeah exactly like you when you watch people yeah. you're not thinking like oh they're like weird or awkward like you're just like they're yeah. consuming so <laughs> yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe sometimes yeah. you might be thinking that sometimes yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 that's that's funny well it's good to um good to yeah, meet me, you, guys. you guys i guess see you see you in person yeah. i know um I was, we always talk about this. We're like, I have so many like friends through the internet, but like we, a lot of them we've never like met in person. I know, yeah. Yeah. I know. Especially I, like through twenty twenty, like no one was seeing anybody, and like a lot of friendships were made through social media, but like never able to totally. Like, meet I in know. Person, so do, do you guys live yeah. in New York? No. So I used to live in New York. Yes. And then as soon as the pandemic hit, I basically left, and he was in D.C. Okay. Um, we basically like lived at my parents' beach house for a few months, and then got married, and then now we live in Philly. Oh, oh nice. cool. Which okay. is like where we're from. Yeah. yeah. No, I saw like you guys probably had like all of your wedding plans and everything and you were a, a, a victim of the pandemic. Were you yes. sad about that? Yeah. Or Yeah, it's yeah. still definitely <laughs> like a sore a subject. Cause we're yeah. Like... No, there's definitely still a scab from that. Uh, you know, it, all and we had gotten down right to the wire. It was like a month before. Like it, it was everything was done and then COVID showed up. And we struggled for a while. Like, how far can we push off before we can cancel it? How late can we go? And, I mean, it was two months before and all of the work was done. Like, it was just kind of down to, like, all right, just a waiting game. Oh, yeah. um, so we, we did have to cancel all of, like, the wedding stuff. And then 
now we're like trying to figure out when to have an actual wedding, but it's just like replanning the entire thing. So yeah, well, cool. it's pretty much that's like Haley Bieber style, right? Didn't they get married and then they had the ceremony like a year later? So you know, yeah, it's yeah. fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, and I feel like so many um, people can relate to that too. Like y'all aren't yeah. in that on your own. Like it was a yeah, totally. Thing, no. So. It, Right. Yeah. Everybody who had a wedding or honestly, anybody who had anything planned for 2020, like it it, it was all canceled. It was all, you know, put on hold. Everything was redirected. So um, very strange. Yeah. yeah. So (laughs) enough about us. All all the people who are going to listen to this podcast, they they know about us. (laughs) We've told these stories. We've done it all. Um a lot of people are going to be interested to talk to you guys and hear hear kind of more about you guys. Um, so you guys are married, right? Yeah, we yes. are married. Yes, we are how, coming up on how long six, have you guys been married? Six years this August. Yeah, six years oh, in wow. August. Yeah, yeah. So we got married. I guess I could you could say on the younger side. I was twenty two and you were twenty three. Uh, twenty three, twenty four. 23, 24. Yeah. yeah. I think we, okay. like, always... Oh, the same age? Oh, you're a year Yeah, apart. we're the same age. Okay. About, like, three months, months yeah. Apart, so... We'll both be 30. Okay. I'll be 30 in July. She'll be 30 in October. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I knew that you were October, because I'm also October. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, got married fairly young, um, and we were probably together for about three years before that. Yeah, we met in college, um, not very romantically, just, like, literally at a bar, and, um... Hunter actually grew up in Dallas, Texas, and I'm from San Francisco. So I was Mm. in Texas for school. Um, I went there because I got like a scholarship. And um, yeah, we we, met our junior year. Yeah, we both had transferred in as sophomores and then met our junior year Mm. and met at a bar, like she said, and then kind of was inseparable after that. So we've hung out just about every day since then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you said it's not romantic. That sounds romantic. I feel like Joy. everyone like on. wants to meet in a bar these days. That's yeah. how people are like dying to meet. Well, I think people are just desperate to be back in a bar. Yeah. No, totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I mean, I guess now thinking about like dating apps and like the state of dating yeah. nowadays, I'm like, oh yeah, that actually sounds yeah. really normal and nice. Um, if I had to date now with like the way that I always are, say that I would be with dating screwed. apps I don't know yeah. I know it's, it's, it must be really hard like yeah. I, I mean it's yeah. terrifying honestly but people yeah. seem to to do it I don't know yeah they make it yeah. work I think, yeah. I think every, everybody's situation is different you make it work I like know. I feel like right now the bars or excuse me the like dating apps are just another vehicle to meet people you know rather than going yeah. out so totally yeah so you guys got married you said like six years ago yeah and Where'd you guys, because you guys just moved recently, Yeah, right? tell us about Nashville. Tell us about we where You've you are where, yeah, <laughs> oh where, and gosh. where you were before that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Come visit. We love, we're yeah. loving Nashville, but uh, I guess a quick backstory is, as Julia mentioned, she's from San Francisco. I grew up in the Dallas area. We met at TCU, actually, uh, which is DFW okay. area, and mm-hmm. uh, got married while we were living there, lived there for about a year, moved to San Francisco for about three years. Back to Dallas for about two and a half, three years, and then now we're in Nashville. So, kind of done some jumping around, but the this is the first time I think for us not living close to family. Like we lived close to my family in yeah. Texas, her family in right. San Francisco, and for both of us, each time we move, like when I moved to San Francisco, it was kind of like it was such a growth opportunity for me as an individual, but also for our relationship. And same for her when she came to Texas, it was such a good growth opportunity for her getting out of her comfort zone. Yeah. And now it's like the first time we're kind of doing that um, comfort zone feeling together where 
we have nobody yeah. around. We're not close to either either side. Yeah, I mean, I think um, we both like love where we grew up. We love Texas. We love California. But I think like living in both places, Hunter and I, we always wanted to try a new city, and we were like, for some reason, right now in our life, neither of these states feel like where we are meant to be or like we're going to end up. We just don't know Like we want an adventure. We're curious. We love to travel. Um, So we had visited Nashville a couple of years ago and there was just something like special about the city. When we came, we felt like really connected to it. And a lot of people say that it's kind of like, it has a very like nice vibe to it. Um, And we were like, we definitely need to live here one day and we're going to just put that kind of on our radar. And then, um, 2020 happened and we just kind of were feeling a little bit stir crazy and I don't know it just started to think more about it we relate to this so much yeah we need to change we need to be re-inspired and we were like let's just do it like we should just go we don't have any kids yet um there's nothing holding us back if we're gonna do it now then we should just we should go for it we wanted to change we were even thinking like oh maybe paris maybe australia like maybe denver maybe Nashville. yeah totally and nashville was always like on the list of places to live and we're like if we're gonna do something like let's do nashville since it's already been a desire and if we do something else we may never check nashville off the list so like let's just make it happen yeah right that that's so cool because it it sounds like it was like really intentional and like thought out and kind of planned and hunter what you were talking about you know the experience of like living in Texas was a growth period for Julia and then living in San Francisco, like a, a big growth period for you. And like, you know, it doesn't sound like it was, uh, you know, like planned on the back of a napkin. It was something you guys ha- had thought through. And yeah. I, yeah. I actually have been to Nashville okay. and a, a bunch of times, actually. And I love Nashville. Um, I'm a I'm a big country music fan. So like oh, it's good. hard not to love, love Nashville. Um, yeah. So. Do you guys listen to country music? Or you guys? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we love, do. We for sure. Country okay. music. It's um, funny. We yeah. always listen. It's like we listen to country music more when we were living in San Francisco because we were, like, away from, like, the South, I think. Like, yeah. yeah. Now you're, up, like, there. <laughs> I, I grew up listening to it in Texas, obviously, and, and she did, too. But, like, yeah, in San Francisco, we listened to it so much, and we were missing it, and then living in Texas, and I don't know. Now it's – obviously, we're here, and it's just, like, in your face. Yeah, I think what's special Yeah, you're about, surrounded by it. What's special about Nashville, like, coming from – the coast um and you guys might relate to this is like living in the south it can be it's just like such a culture shock it's like a lot more traditional um can tend mm-hmm. to be like a, a more family oriented which is a, like a really good thing about it and can tend to be like a little bit like yeah. slower paced mm-hmm. and i think what's cool about nashville um is that there's so much industry here because of the music industry and there's like a lot of creatives there's like a lot of there's more like hustle and bustle but you're also like in like a southern state so you're getting like some of those really like cool values that are really nice about the culture but you're also in a city with like modern food and people and i don't know yeah it feels like a feels like a wholesome la if you will totally wholesome la we'll put it that way yeah 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 Yeah. that's awesome how long have you guys been there now uh about a month yeah okay i feel like you guys moved there and all of a sudden your house is like together and you've got at least from what it looks like i'm like oh my god like you guys got a house, no. you moved, the next day you're, like, in it. And I was like, what? Well, <laughs> Why did you guys do that? I, I, well, one I thing to say real quick is I think that when we – we held off announcing it for a while that we were actually moving. And so right. we announced it, I think, like, two days before we were actually moving. So it seemed like it happened. And really so people were like, oh, they're moving. Like, I can't wait to see what house they pick out. And it's like, well, the house was already bought. We were already, like, yeah. Yeah. in no, the process. Okay. Yeah. Um, but when we moved, then it was, like, a start of – 
doing all the decor and like getting the house ready. Totally. And, and we bought, we brought all of our furniture from our old house, which was probably like a similar size. And it was fully, we had fully furnished that over the course of like three years. So we had like a full house of furniture yeah. for the most part that we could like fill in. And now we're just like right. kind of rearranging things, you know, not always, when you bring furniture from one place to the next, it doesn't usually just like fit. So we're right. updating <laughs> spaces yeah. where, you know, we're like decor junkies. So we're, you know, of course, evolving all of the decor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which has been fun. Yeah. yeah. It's, it seems like you guys are like decor, like experts. I mean, the the way you guys yeah. have made the house look, I mean, it it's looks funny. amazing. Also, before I need to point out that Hunter, you seem to be a big part of like the interior design, like the decor, which is great. Mm-hmm. Help my husband here. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that he's not good at it. Cause yeah, I think he's good at it. I don't know. There's just like, I don't know if he's as interested, but maybe it's just the thing. Yeah. But like, you guys are like very much like on a team on everything. Yeah. And and I I would say, like, I think a lot of guys in general, like, just trust their wife with it. I'm not saying I don't trust Mm -hmm. Julia with it. Obviously, she has great taste. It's more (laughs) of like, I truly have a passion for it. Yeah. yeah, I I enjoy it. Yeah. Hunter and I have always shared that um, bond and like connection. We both love like design and, um, I don't know. Like we're both like into our clothes and yeah. um, I don't know. We've all, you were really into architecture. I always loved interiors. And I think like just getting together, we're, it's just like our passion, just something that we really connect over. So mm-hmm. it's been fun like to have somebody that likes it like just as much as me and vice yeah. versa. Um, it's definitely like a creative outlet. Like I remember yeah. even in college when yeah. we first started dating, Julie was in an art class and that was like, our dates each week were being like, we would work on her art projects together. So it was yeah. like that artistic creative outlet that it was always had something. And I think decor now, like now that we're deeper into yeah. our marriage is kind of like that thing that we like to focus on together. Totally. Yeah. And you have like a space to actually do it now. Right. Yeah. Or that you can like fill in. Yeah. Totally. Each, each move almost feels like you're buying like a new canvas and have something new to work with. And so that's the way we try to see it. Like we have, probably a few extra bedrooms than we actually need at this place, but it feels like, oh, we have an extra canvas to do more projects with or, you know, whatever. Yeah, but it's right. definitely like a collaboration. I won't, I will say it's not like we just see eye to eye on everything. I mean, if he decorated the house by himself, it would look completely different. And I'm sure if I decorated by myself, it would look different too. So yeah. Yeah. it's a lot of like back and forth and kind of like coming together, compromising, finding what we like and making sure like we're both happy, um, which is part of the fun of it, yeah. but it definitely takes some communication. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 Gotcha. That, that's awesome. And that's like Julia was saying earlier, when we got married, uh, we had only done long distance before then. We had oh, never wow. lived in the same. Yeah. When we started dating, I was in North Carolina. She was in, uh, New York, and then I moved to DC. Yeah. She stayed in New York, and then um, so, so everything the, is new. Still. Yeah, yeah. The, the the first place that we've lived in together is the apartment that we're. I guess well, we've lived my parents. Yeah, like yeah. with your parents, but that was like a house we moved into that was like you know not fully ours. furnished. Yeah, not ours, <laughs> so we didn't get to do anything. Yeah, yeah. So like moving in here, it's it's been fun to kind of try and furnish the place ourselves and like kind of build it out to what our vision is and. Yeah, yeah, we, we definitely don't always align, but totally. we'll make it work. I also feel like it's different. Like, I'm already getting the sense of like how much more fun it would be to have a house that you own because it's like this space we can't. There's so much you can't do. Yeah. So like I having know. a house yeah. where you can just do anything you want is totally different. And, and oh, no, yeah, totally. Like, All right. We, for we, sure. we experienced that for sure. Like we, I think we had three apartments 
three or four before we even got our first house. And so it mm-hmm. was, we were, you know, our style changed from apartment to apartment. Yeah. And, but it's like, okay, I'm not going to come in and change and paint the walls and do things and, right. yeah. to the apartment and make it yours. And so when we finally bought our first house, it was like, we now have something that we can really make feel like it's ours do and yeah. do anything, absolutely anything. And so it's just, yeah. I think it's a step. Like even we lived with my parents after we graduated college, before we got married. And it was like living in a furnished home. It's like, it's great. And everyone takes advantage of that when they're kind of starting out. Yeah. Once you, I think yeah. once you, for us, at least once we got like our house, we felt like, okay, now we can do what we want. Yeah, and I think like spending right. yeah. so much time at home too. We're both kind of homebodies and just like 2020, it's just like more of a desire to make it like just so comfortable in a place that you really love yeah. and yeah. want to be in a lot because we're home all the time. Yeah. We both work from home. Do you yeah, work from it, home? It, yeah. Yeah. Julia does. I, my job um, before the pandemic, I was traveling like four days um, oh, wow. every week. I was on the road a ton. And that, that, that's obviously. Me, um, hasn't been. Yeah, because of COVID, now, haven't but... been traveling now at all. So I have wow. just been forced to work from home. But that, yeah. that's funny you bring that up. That was actually going to be my next question. Like the move to Nashville, obviously. Um, you guys had to have the flexibility to be able to do that. Is like the the blogging um, influencer world, is that both what you do full time? Yeah. So yeah, we when we moved from San Francisco to Texas, we both kept our full-time jobs that we were working in San Francisco and we're working remote mm. from Texas for about two years. And Julia left her job about a year and a half ago. She was working um, for Sephora corporate for their like social media marketing team. And yeah. I was in my software sales job. I left full-time sales job about a year ago and yeah. now do like sales consulting on the side just because I enjoy it and want to like, stay in the okay. space. But I'm full-time YouTube with like sales consulting on the side. Yeah. So gotcha. I love that because we always talk about that like in the future. We talk about like eventually um, how like working with me and we're kind of like, what does that look like? Like how would we even do that? Like we like – in terms of working together, I think that we would be fine because we are just, especially now, like always together and like we mm-hmm. work really well together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, what was the transition like for you guys? Like starting to work together, do you take like totally different roles? Like, <laughs> or is it kind of just... It's a, sure we probably, we probably have different things to say about yeah. this, but um, well, I, say <laughs> I saw a big smile yeah. there, Hunter. <laughs> you're already a little step ahead because you run a podcast together. So you're getting some experience. Right. Yeah. Um, so actually like, Originally when I started, like, so we're primarily on YouTube. That's like our main platform. And that's where we started like our blogging journey. So I actually started the channel probably like four or or five years ago as just like a a girl's like beauty and um, makeup and hair channel. And over time we kind of like evolved the brand and Hunter was like in more of the videos we were vlogging more and it just became more of like our lifestyle channel and so we branded it into Mm. julian hunter which is like under both of us and um so for a while i was just doing it on my own until it kind of took that new direction and i really had like a pattern down of like how i got created content shot videos edited um everything like that and he would help edit my videos and like definitely supported like everything I was doing, even though he was working full time. Um, so it was a little bit challenging mm-hmm. to do both. And, and this was like pre-vlogging days. Like we yeah, weren't vlogging. Right. This wasn't like our strategy by any means. But yeah, yeah. So eventually, anyways, when 
like long story short, when we started working together, um, I had all these patterns and I like had my, my vibe and like my flow. And then when he came in, it's like, wait a second. It's just, it's like getting a new member on your team, like even at a corporate right. job and you're like, who the hell are you? And what are you doing? You're messing with <laughs> everything that I'm doing. We have totally different yeah. ideas of how to work. Um, I'm definitely more like type A, I would say, organized, structured schedule. And Hunter is like so off the cuff. Like you'll get shit done and you'll do everything, but your approach, like the way that we less both or, get less there. Less organized for sure. Yeah, is yeah. so totally. different. So we just had a yeah, lot of back familiar. and forth on that. Um, the other thing is that we noticed like sometimes working together – then it became like all that we talked about, right? It like literally consumed our world. Shoot, this right. is going out. Um, it consumed our world. And so it kind of leaves a little less time for like your relationship and kind of like the fun and the romance because mm. like we literally be like laying in bed at, at night, like coming up with like strategies yeah, and like, like talking, talking about like, work. Yeah. You know. So, right. yeah. but, and, and that's like the really good point. It's funny because I would say like my, when I said earlier, oh, we have maybe different thoughts on this. It my thoughts are very in line with that, but it's almost more on the point of like when we started working on it full time per se. So, yeah. like we once we moved to Texas, we just kind of started working together in San Francisco. Then we were still working full time jobs in Texas and doing YouTube on the side, but we both had like our our day to day nine to five job yeah. as structure, and we were doing YouTube like mm-hmm. at the end of the day or in the mornings right. and whatnot. And then you went full time and kind of developed like oh, here's my routine and here's my rhythm. And I was still, we were actually using my job as like the structure yes. for the day and still like working around he my job. It. But she was still doing it all kind of like, you were fully focused on yeah. that. And so I think yeah. the transition that was like the biggest transition, at least for the both of us to get used to together is once I left that full-time job, it was now like, oh, the structure is no longer there for either one of us. It's like, how are we going to mesh yeah. together totally. and figure this out? And I so feel I think like that's, that's so true. I mean, sorry to interrupt you, but no. like yeah. right now, me doing full time and Pat having his like nine to five or whatever, like I yeah. try to work around him so that we have off days together. And it's like, yeah. I could just keep working every day, all day. Totally. So that is like a good point because now you guys are like just doing that. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, and well, I was just saying like, I feel like that's almost more uh, kind of relatable in a sense. Because I feel like that's the most common thing people see when it's like a relationship or a couple starting a business together. Usually one, at least one of them has some kind of nine to five that's like bringing in the majority of the income to support the business that's being built, right? Um, But Mm -hmm. a a good example of that is like once I left my job, I used to have those like hours that I would be focused on my job and Julie was still doing like other stuff behind the scenes. Well, once I no longer had those hours of focusing on the job, I'd be like, so like, what's, <laughs> what are we doing today? You know, she's like, well, I've been doing, I've been doing stuff during this period of time for the past year. So like, you got to figure out what you're going to be doing during this period of time. Yeah. Kind of stuff. So yeah. If that makes sense. I'm gotcha. maybe it, rambling on this Yeah. Point, I think like a lot of people like listening might also be like, that's so either relatable or not because maybe they're trying to like start working yeah. with their significant other or like trying to deal with relationships and work, especially now that everyone's just like home no matter what you do. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess technically like my work, uh, lunch hour right <laughs> yeah, now, exactly. like it's, it's two, yeah. Two o'clock in the afternoon here. Um, it's like, all right, I got to take an hour away from my desk job to, to get off and go, you know, record a podcast. And obviously, you know, this is something that I'm passionate about. Like, you know, this, this podcast that we do together is something that 
you know, we're, we're both passionate about. Um, and like Julie was saying about like some of the listeners, we get a lot of feedback from people who are um, interested in being, you know, entrepreneurs, like yeah. starting their own thing. What, what would you guys say to those people that are like contemplating uh, taking the leap, starting their own thing, go, going out, you know, away from the um, the comfort of their normal nine to five? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good question. I, I The first thing that comes to my mind and something we kind of think about a lot is the commitment of it. Yes. So like if you're like mm. thinking about doing it, it's that like one foot out, one foot in type thing. It has to be like, I'm not yeah. like I'm, I'm doing this. I'm going for it. And I think when like we, th- you know, talk or discuss our success on YouTube or like a, having a successful business, it was because we decided together like, okay, we are going to do this. And like, we're not going to let anything yeah. in our way. There's going to be times where like things aren't as great, whatever, but we're going to, we're going to do it. And when we, yeah. even when we decided to vlog, we were like, are we going to vlog? Are we going to share our life? Like basically like we're either going to do it or basically we're not. sharing like, everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, let's do it. Let's just go for it. Yeah. I think you have to like, if it's, if you're entrepreneur minded, then like there's not really going to be anything that holds you back. Like you either kind of have that like gene or you don't, I think it's very apparent too. When you like meet people that are different than you, you're less just like, wow, we have like really different mindsets. Yeah. Um, so you just <laughs> yeah. need like a lot of drive, passion, work ethic. I think you need to be like self-aware and just really like mm-hmm. understanding what you're taking on and that it's actually, I think it's much harder to be doing your own thing and pursuing your own thing than having, you know, like a, a structured job, um, which is really mm-hmm. nice. And that's why a lot of people, it's really nice to have like a reliable income and um, right. just something really steady. So I think it's just a lot mentally and you have to be prepared to yeah. take that on. Yeah. And well, just a quick add on when Julia says like, you're either entrepreneurial or you're not, that doesn't mean someone who like, I think that just means that it might be easier for some folks than others, but like anybody, yeah. anybody can start a business. Right. Anybody can go for it and commit to doing that. It's just like, yeah. it sometimes comes easier for some people versus others, but like, it's the, it's kind of like the world is your oyster quote. Like anyone can go for it. Definitely. But I think making sure yeah. like, if you're wanting to go for that, um, like do it sooner than later. Right. Like Hunter and I always say, yeah. like, shoot, we should have started this. Like, way earlier oh like, my why gosh did we wait how so often do we say yeah yeah you have to like build yeah. this like confidence and convince yourself like okay like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna be fine but it's literally like ripping off a band-aid and then you just forget about the past and you're like mm-hmm. why haven't i done this sooner but you i mean of course you <laughs> always have to make sure you're like in a financial position to do that and you know you're yeah. not gonna like yeah there's a lot that goes into it obviously. Yeah. exactly yeah. yeah and julie the one thing you said about you know being like self-aware and kind of understanding um you know, if it is right for you. And the thing that I like respect the heck out of you guys for is not only self-aware, but like self-motivated, right? Because you've got to wake up every day and be like, yo, Hunter, what are we doing today? That's going to keep yeah. this business thriving, yeah, right? Totally. And that I think that's a big difference between, you know, kind of the, the corporate America nine to five, whatever is like, my boss is going to tell me today what's going to keep me motivated and I'm going to get done for him. Whereas yeah. like you guys, you know, you've got to find it in yourself to do it. And w- what is kind of the motivating factor for you guys? <laughs> I, it, it's a, that's a good question. I mean, one thing, I mean, for, for me, and I, I would say for the both of us, I, I, I think some kind of structure makes you mm-hmm. motivated. So like it, 
it's almost like you're not motivated to create structure. You create structure and that allows you to be motivated. So, you know, yes. maybe our uh, workouts in the morning, like we, we work out every morning at 830. That is getting us on some kind of like structure and some routine to allow us to keep being motivated. Otherwise, you can just sleep until 10 and, you know, your day kind of falls right. apart. And so having, yeah, yeah. so having some kind of structure, I think that then allows you to build motivation yourself over time if you're not the most motivated person. Uh, but I would just say like the freedom, like the freedom. having, having a successful business, knowing that we can mm-hmm. always be doing better. Like we might have a really good month or be doing really well, whether it's from growth or sponsorships, but it's like, how can we be better? How it's can we be more. better? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yes. Yeah. There, the, there is no limit. The limit does not exist. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. so <laughs> if you, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think the freedom is, is probably the biggest one. Just like knowing how thankful we are to like be in the spot that we are and be able to like be our own bosses technically and be creative and do things that we love um, and mm-hmm. like create create an income from it is motivating to be like, okay, I, I'm never going to let this go and I want to make sure that it keeps progressing um, because I never want to go back into like a traditional office or job that's just not where we are happiest or thriving. Totally. So yeah. it's like keeping yourself satisfied and knowing like what makes you happy and where you, you thrive and like holding on to that, you know? So as like, in terms of like working together, what do you think are your, like, what do you love the most? Like, what are your favorite parts? And then what do you think are the most challenging? Okay. Um, I would say the thing. Sorry, sorry. All of these questions weren't so demanding. Yeah. The notes notes that we sent ahead, these weren't all in there. It's stuff that we're just like thinking of ideas. It's stuff we talk about like all the time. So yeah, no, I think this is good. We actually haven't really like talked about this with a ton of people, so I like it. Um, I would say like the most challenging is just it's another. I mean, obviously, you guys know getting in a relationship. It's a lot of like bringing two completely different people together and there's so much figuring out to do friction and communication styles love languages like that's just on like a relationship level right so then you go over here and you build a whole new working relationship and it's just a new uh path to explore so it's complicated um so i think the the most challenging part is i well actually i would say for me the most challenging would be being with your romantic partner is that it's takes away from like the specialness I would say of the relationship a little yeah. bit um almost more of like the unknown so like yeah before when I was you know spending 10 hours a day on my nine to five I would come home and have stories for her she could say how was your day today and I would you know provide right. like you know whether it's like shit talk about a coworker or yeah. being frustrated about a sale yeah. that didn't close or mm. something like that just just providing some yeah. information yes. about my day that she wasn't a part of. And now it's, hey, we're basically a part of every conversation that we have with everybody. Right. And yeah. that unknown is like now our conversations at dinner are about our business versus like how was your day? Like totally. we know how each other's day right. were because we were side by side. So. Yeah. But then on the flip side, I would say the positive of that is that we are like thick as thieves. Like we literally – know everything we are together on everything all day every day and so in a sense it brings you like a lot closer and you grow another avenue of your connection through mm-hmm. working together but it uh, it can also be you know hard in that sense too. Yeah. so it's a good and a bad that that aspect is probably yeah. like the the biggest pro as well as like the biggest con like i i would say that like the, the i guess 
largest benefit is because, like she said, we're like thick as thieves in the sense that we are in everything together and we just know each other so well. We already had, but like you just kind of continue to get to know each other every time. Yeah. I think you said that honestly, like perfectly. And like my brain is going because I think you bring up a point that so many people have experienced over the past, what year now with COVID is like you, you've lost, a lot of people have lost the, um, like the unknown of how was your day? Like you've relied so much on like that yeah, conversation. That totally. Yeah. It's like, there's nothing I can tell Julia when we sit down, like lay in bed at the end of the night. I can't be like, Oh, let me tell you about this. It's like, I already know you already <laughs> yeah. know that. And like, yeah. You know, I know. That, that ties, Julie, I think how you were saying earlier, like the self-aware, like yeah. you guys have obviously talked a ton about that and like are yeah. aware that that is like going on with you guys professionally, but also personally. I mean, that's like a totally yeah, and personal think, like, like relationship thing. 2020, I'm sure people just being home together, like experience that not even working together. And I totally get that. I think for a while too, like we had to find when you're spending so much time together you have to like draw it back and be like, okay, well, where can we find like independence again from each other now that we're Mm. like with each other all the time and working together. So I, you know, need my alone time to like go be by myself. You do too. And then sometimes we would have like a day apart and we were like, oh my God, like we just needed a little space. Like, holy shit. Like that was (laughs) amazing. Well, it's Um, like, I think that that's a good point is like we talk about to add to that is like finding like a hobby for mm -hmm. like, individual hobbies like like it could be like mm-hmm. going and playing tennis but then like well we play tennis together so that's not a good example but it's you know finding something where like I, you know go play a game of golf with your friends or you know let julia go get have like a spa day with some girlfriends or what you know whether it's yeah. as an as like completely by yourself or with a group of friends like doing something separate or having individual hobbies that still allows you to kind of have like some individuality that's important to be like just as a human being in general, like having some individuality, it also brings some aspects of creativeness to your business as well. Totally. Right. And we're, we're trying to figure that out too. But then, you know, at the same time, like as entrepreneurs, you want to just like work all the time, right? You want to, you're like, let's go. Like I can just keep going and let's like go hard. Let's hustle. Um, so it's always like trying to find a balance. So everything has a caveat, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So funny. It's so relatable to like us. We're always, Pat's always like, you need to not like I always ask him now for like which is like with anything I'm so like reliant on like what his opinion is and like yes. him making the decisions like whether it's like where should we go to dinner it's like I can't now I'm like I need to bring back like what I, I used to live in New York by myself and do all this stuff and now it's like we're just together all the time so it's I such know. a like relatable yeah. like trying to make weird. time for yourself and everything for yeah. sure <laughs> I get it <laughs> yeah yeah and I think everybody oh yeah is dealing with that totally <laughs> yeah And like, that's not just even relationships. Like you go visit a friend, like in their hometown, because you're being hosted, you kind of like let go and just like do whatever they tell you. Like you go to the places they tell you to go. It's just like experiencing something new. Like y'all are moving in together for the first time or whether they're like a new relationship or whatnot, you kind of become reliant on another person pretty easily. Right. Mm -hmm. Totally. So getting a bit into like social media, I feel like you guys would consider yourselves like YouTube being the biggest thing for you, mm-hmm. right? Like I know obviously you're on Instagram, like TikTok and everything. Yeah. Um, how tell everyone, because I need I need this advice as well. How did you grow YouTube? Like, do you think it was just like an oh I mean, obviously I have YouTube and stuff, and I think it's so much harder than other platforms. And like yeah. you guys are doing it together now. I think that 
Um, there's obviously like things that you can do, like general advice you can give, right? But I think when you're picking like a platform that you kind of want to create on, it's important to pick one that you're probably naturally a little bit better at. So for instance, like when I go to your Instagram, like your pictures are beautiful. Like they're amazing. You're obviously so good at photography. Like it's your niche for sure. Right. But <laughs> are you talking hand, to Julia or me? Yeah, yeah, actually, <laughs> he takes all my photos. Her, right? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. And then for me, like Instagram, like that has never been my thing. Like being able to take good aesthetic photos, not something that really comes naturally to me, but I love being on video. I feel so comfortable creating videos. I love like talking to a camera. It just works for me. Right. So I think, um, like being in the right platform will help it grow more because you're just naturally thriving there. If that makes sense. Right. So, um, you're, like putting more effort into it probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like what you're better at maybe. So, um, YouTube, I think I had always felt just really drawn to YouTube. I watched it for years. I consumed it and I loved it. So I was like, we're going to start there. And it's just always been the one um, we've been the most passionate mm-hmm. about. We share like the most about us on there, the most about our life. And um, yeah, I think like, we, I'm like, how did we grow it? I don't even know. Well, like, one, it's one so th- hard to put into words. It's definitely like, a hard question. Yeah. Well, one thing I'll, I guess I'll add is that YouTube is definitely what we would see. Like, we're able to see the business in YouTube. In in my business, like, I my background is in like data analytics and selling like an analytics platform. So, in terms of like analyzing data and understanding like what we're producing, how it's being reacted to, mm-hmm. uh, looking at the data behind the scenes, YouTube is like where we do that the most and yeah, pay attention cl- like closer to that than any other other platforms. But beyond that, it's like no matter what platform you're on and most people are on multiple platforms, it's, it's being consistently like the same person across all platforms, even though like there's kind of like a model of like how to be an Instagrammer. Like there's Mm -hmm. a, of what type of content to create on Instagram. There's what type of content like to create on TikTok dances and voiceovers and whatnot. But if you can maintain like who we're presenting ourselves as on YouTube and still maybe do these other types of content, but still be ourselves like during that, it helps the other platforms grow along that as well. What I think you're saying is just like, it's important to be yourself and be original. Yeah. But like, where I'm going with this though, is like we might be ourselves on YouTube, but then we're coming over to Instagram and having like this aesthetic or uh, aesthetic feed that might not line up with our audience based mm-hmm. on like right. they're watching on YouTube and then they come over here and they're like, wait, this isn't Julia. Like I watch totally on YouTube. Different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so kind of consistently being that same person across all platforms. Mm-hmm. That doesn't really answer your question about YouTube growth, but no, it, does. It, have, it, it plays on each other. I have more tips. Mm-hmm. Um, if, <laughs> if I can keep going. Okay. So I would, I would say though, like the basic ones that I've learned that um, I always tell people are obviously consistency I think a lot of people from far away think like oh look I can just like do like you know a video every now and then and like it's gonna grow like no you need to be uploading at least two to three times a week on YouTube and it took me that consistently so hard yeah it is it's a lot of work it's like full-time thing and it's not easy I I think the first year the YouTube channel was at like 7,000 subscribers maybe yeah like after a year and then it took me like two years to get to 10,000 
which is yeah. like a long time of just like yeah. hustling, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it does take that long. And then also, um, I always tell people starting with like what you're good at, what you're passionate about and lots of like trial and error on different video types because you're not going to know what people are drawn to. So obviously it's a little bit of like, oh, I love making these types of videos, but maybe people don't like watching them and then you don't really have much to work with there. So you have to figure out like what hits for people and what they're interested in. And it's like finding out like the right product that works for people that they like to buy, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, what are they interested in? So playing around with that, seeing what people respond to and then kind of honing in on your direction. Um, But that takes a lot of like, testing out and trying different things, creating lots of different content. Yeah. And you gotta, you gotta be able to, you gotta be able to think about both your current audience as well as like the growth of individuals as well, like discovery. And so like you can try all these new things for discoverability, but you might lose your current audience in that process. And so it's really balancing the two as well through YouTube specifically, like they're, they're a longer form video, like, the content people actually have to like mm-hmm. decide to go sit down and watch your 20 30 minute video versus a quick like 15 second tiktok or something like that julia mentioned trying a bunch of new things and like finding your niche for the longest time i think that first like year or two julia was creating like makeup tutorials and hair tutorials and maybe some like fashion hauls which do still work mm-hmm. but at the time she was almost copying like the structure of like the handbook of like hey here's what youtubers do they do makeup YouTube tutorials is, yeah yeah, and so it wasn't until we kind of started just like, hey, let's show things that we're passionate about and just be ourselves like as much as we can be. That's when we started to see growth because maybe you're doing a, you know, decorating a living room and that's already on YouTube, but if you're doing it like your way, that's original in itself. Yeah. Right. So, I think what you guys just said, I mean, it makes so much sense. I mean, to like just the way my brain, I mean, it went from like Believing in yourself, right? You've got to start. Yeah. Start doing it. Being confident, like understanding, um, being self-aware, like, okay, I'm going to do this or I'm not going to do it. You make the decision to do it. Put yourself out there. Get in front of the camera. Try it. Do it. But then not being so stubborn that you're not listening to like the analytics, the feedback, the data that says, keep doing this. Don't do this. Like change, evolve, you know, and then... um, I mean, like being consistent with it. It's like all of that combined, I think, is what has made you guys successful doing it. And like, I think that's a really good playbook or, you know, just a couple steps for the next person that's like thinking about doing it or or wanting or to do anything. it. starting anything. Yeah, not even, yeah, like not any, even starting. Any business. Yeah, I feel like that's, well, not even business. Like that's good relationship advice, yeah. right? Like yeah. know who you are, put yourself out there, ex- go on different dates, get to know people like differently Right. Yeah. And then, you know, fluctuate and stay, I don't know, stay true to yourself was yeah. the other thing you guys said. And like, that's just really good advice for YouTube business dating or I feel like anything. So totally. And it can be like, it's like easier said than done. But once you do yeah. it, you're just kind of like, okay, like you can't touch me. Like this is, this is who I am. Like, I'm not like, I, I don't know. I'm just, all I have to give is like myself and my authentic my authenticity and if you don't like it then I don't know what to tell you but it's better than you know holding back or I don't know trying to fit in or something um and that actually would be my other tip for getting um comfortable on camera is seriously like not we always 
when we were started to first record, um, I think Hunter definitely went through a phase where he was kind of like, this is weird to like show who I am, like on camera. You always, it's like an elephant in the room, right? The camera's on and then people start to like crawl up in a shell and they're like, they see it and they're like acting weird and you're like, what's wrong with you? Um, (laughs) like, it's fine. No one, yeah, like no one's here. It's just a camera. Um, but I think like if you can just take away that kind of like wall of, of knowing the camera's there and like really just like pretending it, it isn't even over on the shelf or it's recording you. Um, that's, what's going to be like the most interesting to people because that's what they want to connect with, right? Like a real person, not like an edited filtered Mm -hmm. version of what you're showing. And we always would say like, why you feel really vulnerable putting yourself out there, like on the internet, but you're like, why wouldn't I share everything and show who I am? Because that, that is who I really am. So what am I hiding? Right. Like, what yeah. do I have to hide? I mean, obviously people are going to criticize you, but. Yeah. Or when you freeze up and start to act different, it's like, why am I now wanting this like non, like this person that's not me be shown yeah. versus like just showing who I am. But we, we've also yeah. seen like in our videos, let's say it's a 40 minute video, maybe the most commented about piece of that video, it's a, a two minute clip. And it's just the video sitting on a counter and almost like a fly mm-hmm. on the wall. And we're just having conversations with each other yeah. versus talking to the camera itself. Okay. It's that's where right. we're most ourselves because we're almost forgetting that the camera's there. Yeah. And that's what people want to see, interact with. Just want to like, like they're hanging out right now or whatever, you know? Right. So what would you guys say is like next for you? What's next for you guys like personally and like career wise? What's next? No, we talk about it all the time. Like we, there's so many like, <laughs> things we want to do, but it's like finding out like what, what one makes the most sense, you know, what's realistic, what's a good opportunity, timing, you know. Um, so I don't know. I think we obviously want to continue uh, to grow uh, our YouTube channel and create content. Like we, we love doing that. Um, we've talked about a few things, like maybe potentially, um, going down an avenue more in interiors possibly but we don't even know what we're just we just know we're interested in it what's important to us to summarize that is that like moving like some kind of business model off of youtube so youtube is still its own business or just off of social media in general like maybe social media can help your business grow this new business that you launched but having a separate means of income mm-hmm. that's not reliant on YouTube, yes. but maybe a right. product launch or something like that. Like, yeah. I think that's a goal of anyone in the influencer space. Totally. Okay. Well, thank you guys for coming on. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you on all the platforms? Yeah. So we're um, Julia and Hunter on YouTube. You can literally just type our names in the search box and it should pop up. And then um, I'm Jude Chavens on Instagram. I'm Hunt underscore Havens on Instagram. And then the TikTok, same TikToks TikTok. are the same, I think, for both. Of yeah, them. all of our yeah. stuff is linked on YouTube too. So any platform you go to, there'll be links everywhere for everything. So well, that is where you guys can find Julian Hunter on their YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, all of that stuff um, that you guys know. So it was super fun to talk to them. They're like we said in the beginning, just really cool, really fun, and really like motivating. Like I just feel like it, I I learned a lot from them too. Really hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Um, go check them out. If you don't follow them already, you should follow them both, all the different social media platforms. Check them out. Um, yeah. So that is it for today's episode, guys. We will see you next week. See you, everybody.